Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. My days working, taking care of my little ones can be a lot. I checked out care.com and it was so easy for me to find local, experienced, and background check sitters. Finding our babysitter was way more affordable than I thought. Care.com makes it super easy. Search for qualified candidates. You can view their profiles, read reviews and ratings, check their availability, send messages directly, get the help that you need. Care.com should be every person's go-to. It is Tuesday, July 25th, 2023. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. You can see your usuals for Tuesday. The Dean, Bill Curlin, and Mark Porter, the guru from Scouting Ohio, is here. We've got a ton to get into. We've got some therapy for you linebacker lovers. We've got a look at today. Keep in mind today, our guys are headed to Big Ten Media Days. Dave Biddle. Steve Hellwagon, Patrick Murphy are on their way. That should be a very uh, interesting experience. Normally, Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State, I think, are the main draw. This time, I think Northwestern might have a few more reporters there than usual, but I digress. <clears throat> I want to thank all of the Bucknutters. This particular podcast, the Bucknuts Morning Five, has now gotten popular enough that advertisers want to be part of this. They want to be part of you guys. They want to get their hands on the nutters. So we are going to start having some ads that are live reads here. They are not your standard ads. They are the kind that at the end, there will be a deal for you. So today is the first one. Just give me a chance here. Listen it out. And at the end, I will give you some vital information so that you can get something cheaper than it should be. Our first sponsor is... Factor, which is America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. You're on the run this summer. You need something to do. You need somebody to get dinner ready for you. These are the people for you. They take care of everything. You, get, you can get it ready in just in two minutes. Just heat it up. Make the most of your summer. Um, 34 weekly choices and good stuff in here, man. Green goddess chicken, filet mignon. Um, let's see. Calorie conscious stuff. All that good stuff. They have a protein plus side they've got vegan meals keto to calorie smart i think you can see from the three guys on this 
on this uh, show that William is the only one who does keto. If we were doing Bill Kerlick's advertising for food, there would be less taste here. Bill still eats burgers, Kerlick style, which is burger, bread, <laughs> if we're lucky, bread. All right. Uh, sustainable choices, 100% delivery emissions, source renewable electricity from production sites and offices. Listen to this. Apple cinnamon pancakes, bacon and egg cheddar bites for the Bucknut 25. You should be all over that. Now, here is the key. Go to factormeals.com slash bucknuts50. Factormeals.com bucknuts50. And you get 50% off. The code is bucknuts50. All lowercase, no space. Factormeals.com bucknuts50. You get 50% off and you can start to look like the dean. Okay, (laughs) Bill. Now that we've got our appetite fired up, the weekend wasn't what uh, we hoped or, in my opinion, expected. Um, I thought uh, Kingston Villamu Asa, I'm not going to be bummed out his name won't be around anymore. I'm not going to lie about that. But he won't be a Buckeye. Um, We found out earlier in the weekend that USC was out. It was down to Notre Dame, Ohio State. I actually thought it would be Ohio State. It's not. It's Notre Dame. Um, I'm not going to get into why he chose. He gave a very interesting, uh, thoughtful answer, but we're going to deal with the results. Bill, it was kind of a surprising commitment. Uh, Let me say it this way. Usually for a guy of this caliber, we know who he's going to commit to. He kept it close to the vest. Um, Take us through your Sunday. Well, he did keep it close to the vest, and for good reason. I mean, he he has said afterwards that uh, he thought he was going to be going to Ohio State, but he went on his church retreat and just uh, felt the calling to go to Notre Dame. Um, so really, it was kind of a change, as he as he mentioned, a change of of heart, so to speak. Uh, and, and he went with Notre Dame. It wasn't a, a a shock, at least I don't think, because knew this was a was a very close battle. Um, I had looked back to what I said uh, two weeks ago, and I, I said this is going to be too close to call. I, you know, it could have gone either way. You know, like I said, Kingston even mentioned that uh, he himself thought he was going to go to Ohio State, and there was confidence at Ohio State even very, very late in the process that they were going to get Kingston, but he went with the Fighting Irish um, for, for actually multiple reasons. But um, in the end, it doesn't matter. He's going to Notre Dame. Um, you know, Sunday, uh, he, he made his announcement, and obviously there was a lot of disappointment uh, Buckeye Nation-wise. He is an outstanding player, the first player in the 2024 class that Ohio State offered a scholarship to. But, you know, you, you look at the other side of things, and uh, usually when Ohio State misses on somebody, they end up getting somebody very good to replace that person, and they're going to continue to look. Um, you know, I think that uh, uh, the obvious thing right now that, that they have uh, in mind, I guess you'd say, would be Booker Pickett, the linebacker from Florida. They are recruiting him as a linebacker, and he continues to steadfastly say that he's very interested in Ohio State and will make an official visit to Ohio State. He won't take any of his official visits 
until the season starts. He has not made an official visit yet. Um, other than that, I think that uh, High State does a really good job of creating new options and resetting the board, so to speak. Um, they they will do so. You know, they will look at guys that potentially perhaps they could flip. They will look at guys that emerge and guys do emerge during the season. And then you've always got the the transfer portal. And Ohio State did very well on in the transfer portal uh, for this coming season. They landed several guys that I think are going to be quality starters for them. So, you know, we'll see how that all develops um, as, as we move forward. All right, let me try to spin this positive. I'm going to bring it back to reality and hand it off to you, Mark. Uh, if you were going to try and spin this positive, this would be the two things I'd say. Uh, linebacker is probably one of the few positions that has been somewhat devalued in modern football in terms of you can probably get a guy to plug and play there a little bit better. Secondly, um, they're deep right there at the linebacker spot. I think they've got the two young guys, the Hicks and Styles of the world, to kind of fill that role of an outstanding player in there. That would be tremendous. However, if you look at the board and all the other positions that they were still going after, I think there's a secondary guy to come in there that, that, that really fits the mold. Booker Pickett really isn't a traditional middle linebacker right now. So they're missing out on something by losing uh, KVA, Mark. We ran your commitment, I wish, uh, offer evaluation, and you were you had a lot you know, positive to say about him. So as we put this to bed, it's, it's fair to say this is a pretty big loss. Yeah, he was a great player. There's no doubt. I mean, you can't go back to our podcast a couple of weeks ago and listen to us talk about him, and all of a sudden today we'll say, oh, he's not any good anymore. Uh, and, and you said it. This has happened. Uh, at least 10 times since I've been doing this the past three years where we think we have the best player in the country locked up and everyone's excited and then we don't get him. And then three or four months later, we sign another player. We're like, well, we didn't even know he existed. Right. Uh, look at it like this. The prom queen at your high school is really beautiful. And when she doesn't go with you, you're devastated. But there's 700 other prom queens in Ohio. I bet you you could find one. Yeah. And that's kind of – you don't know about any of them. You haven't seen them all. You haven't been to all those schools to evaluate how beautiful they are because you were so focused on your school during high school. And that's kind of like recruiting. We get so focused on our high school, what we're looking at. We don't realize how much beauty's out there and how many other linebackers there are that are great. And that, that your point about devaluing the position, yeah, that's not the marquee position where that skill set is so hard to find. There's a lot of 6'2", 200-pound kids or 220-pound kids. The hard skill sets are the big linemen. You know, I'm not saying this just because we lost a linebacker, but it, it's true. There will be another great player. And at the risk of offending some of the religious people, I think we've seen the blueprint to flip a kid's uh, uh, mind on the last weekend is take him to the Bible camp and start reading him Bible verses about taking the path uh, less taken or taking the path of the unknown or not what you know. I think that's what he alluded to is he read some passages that said, yeah, I should go to the place that I'm not thinking about going right now. So I've seen a lot of kids flip, but if, you know, a retreat is the new way to do it, the, just start bringing out the right Bible verses that talk about, you know, not doing what you're planning on doing. To each their own. If I was going to give one more positive aspect of perspective here, remember what you felt like when Tommy Eichenberg verbally committed to Ohio State. It did not crash the site. There were not a ton of people on here talking about how we were about to get a guy who's going to turn out to be one of, if not the best middle linebackers in the country. 
and they that happened. So let's all is not lost, people. Please. And, and also, don't sleep on how good Peyton Pierce is. Right. Uh, remember, Notre Dame wanted Peyton Pierce really bad, and they thought they were going to get him at one point. So it's kind of a, a reverse situation. Notre Dame felt good about getting Peyton Pierce. Then James Laurinaitis went to Ohio State, and that completely flipped that recruitment around. Peyton Pierce has been recruited by Ohio State as uh, the replacement eventually, perhaps, for Eichenberg. He's been recruited as a middle linebacker at Ohio State. I'm talking about Peyton Pierce, and he is a very good one. Um, you know, when Ohio State got him, there was a lot of happiness in Buckeye Nation. And sometimes when someone commits early, this often happens. You forget how good they are uh, because he's not being recruited anymore by every school in the country. But if he was still out there playing his senior season, every school in the country would be looking, if not pursuing him hard. He's an outstanding prospect. That's a great point, Bill. I put this up here because – the pregame was loaded with questions about two guys. So let's bring it in here, Bill. Um, at the risk of melting our website, there are some defensive recruits still out there. Um, and some big decisions coming. I think we all know the biggie of the biggie, uh, the Aaron Scott day coming up. So let's address that. But then you've got Edric Houston, Dylan Stewart, uh, KJ Bolden, who I'm losing a little bit of, Faith in the chance he might come here. But can you please bring us up to speed? And then, Mark, if you want to interject every now and then on what you think of these guys that you've seen, that'd be great. Let's finish out 2024, Bill. Well, Aaron Scott is announcing on Sunday. And uh, it's Ohio State. It's Michigan. And it's Oregon for him. I, I really think. And, you know, Mark and I saw him at the 7-on-7 seven seven last weekend wearing his Oregon gear, so to speak. Uh, I, I still think. It's Ohio State or Michigan. I still uh, have my crystal ball pick on Ohio State for that one, but we'll find out on Sunday. Um, again, in this day and age of everything, NIL and everything else, it's uh, uh, even more common than ever, it seems, for kids to make a last-minute decision uh, and change what everybody thinks is going to happen. But we'll see on Sunday for Aaron Scott. Um he told me last week that he probably will not visit any schools this week, that he will just make his decision and his announcement on Sunday. That was what he said would likely happen this week. As most buck letters probably know, if they've been on our site, kids can start visiting schools again, starting today. The dead period is over. They can visit schools again, starting today. In fact, as I mentioned on our site yesterday, a, a George offensive line commitment, Class of 2025, I had a story about this yesterday on Bucknuts. Micah DeBose, he's visiting Ohio State today. Um, so kids can start visiting schools again today. Um, and as far as those visits, that gets me to um, uh, some of the guys you mentioned. Um, Edric Houston, when I talked to him this weekend, he wasn't sure exactly what he was going to do as far as visits this weekend, but he said, or this week, I should say, but he said he would likely probably visit Ohio State sometime this week. So we'll see if that happens. He's also talked about possibly getting to Clemson, Auburn, and that takes me into the next guy, Auburn. Um, Bolden is going to go to Auburn this week. And again, Houston could as well. Um, uh, Dylan Stewart is talking about going to South Carolina. We'll see if that actually happens. And, and I've seen people say, well, if he goes to South Carolina, this week, it's over. I don't buy that. 
He could go to South Carolina and still end up at Ohio State, in my opinion. Um, we'll, we'll see what happens there. But kids are going to be getting out and visiting schools this week. Ohio State is still absolutely in the running for Dylan Stewart and, and, and Edward Houston and Aaron Scott. Those would be three huge additions. And if you look at the crystal ball right now, uh, for all three of those guys, Houston, Stewart, and Scott, Ohio State leads in the crystal ball for all three as things currently stand. When you hear that list of names, Mark, what jumps out to you? Uh, I was just thinking about uh, how Bill said Aaron Scott had the Oregon stuff on the other day. I made a video of Elias Rudolph giving us the Ohio State gloves and showing them to the camera and wearing red with his green and yellow uniform. It looked like Christmas, and that was our subliminal message, supposedly, that he was going to Ohio State and he's now in Michigan. So don't read into, like, what you see with some of these kids. Uh, I think he had the blue Jordans on. Uh, a couple uh, scrimmages ago because they matched the Springfield uniform uh, very nicely. So that kind of, I wanted to, you know, talk to Bill or, you know, capitalize on what Bill said there. Uh, as far as those three guys, they're, they're must-gets. I mean, we've broken all of them down and talked about them at length. I feel like I'd be beating the dead horse with these guys, but KJ Bolden and all these guys were the top of the food chain when we've been talking about them and it feels like these commitment dates have been so far off in the distance. I can't believe that they're coming up and the, you know, the season's right around the corner, but this, this is the side. We talked a little bit about this uh, before the show that we're about, uh, we are about to flip the page recruiting wise to 2025. I think if you follow the site and all Bill's stuff, we're getting more and more names in there as we're putting the finishing touches on 24. So it's kind of a blend here as we run it out. Um, there'll be a lot of that kind of stuff coming on. And obviously, Got some great stuff coming today because the guys are, are on the road. Let's take a quick break here. Pay a podcast bill. Paying a lot of bills these days, including the one in the right corner that costs the most, the, the dean, the real bill. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. All right. So I had this uh, premonition, premonition is not the right word, but I had this burst yesterday. I was watching, I can't remember what it was, but they, uh, an update came across the screen that Buffalo running back, Buffalo Bills running back, Naheem Hines was lost for the season in a kind of jet ski accident. And right after that, it says Lions defensive back, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson had a non-contact injury on the first day of practice and was gone for the year. And so it reminded me, and I've told you guys this, I'm a Cowboys fan, that for professional football, I live in fear of the scroll in the preseason. All I can't, I, you just see a burst like dot, 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 uh, Tony Pollard was sidelined with, you get one injury for no reason, and your season is affected so tremendously in football, and it's like you just, do they have contact, do they not? So I operate in fear um, with the pro guys because I think in the pros there's very – the drop-off one to two can be massive. Now, we happen to deal with Ohio State. That's got arguably the most – the deepest – you know, I think you can make an argument that Ohio State, Alabama, and Georgia have the deepest rosters in organized football anywhere. There aren't many places where you can lose a quarterback or running back or a wide receiver – uh, Ohio State being the example last year, they lost the number one receiver in the country, and the guy who stepped into the fold became the number one receiver in the country. That's not a luxury most football teams have. So, long story short, I asked Bill and Mark to name for this season the most irreplaceable Buckeye. I think the last few seasons this might have been a little bit easier given the quarterback situation. Now it's changed. Bill, I'm going to let you go first. For this season, who is the one Buckeye Ohio State cannot afford to lose? Well, I'm going to go with Marvin Harrison Jr. Uh, you know, you, you might wonder why would you go with a wide receiver when they got Ibuka and they got a whole bunch of other, uh, in some cases, younger guys, but uh, you know, a stable of great wide receivers. But I'll get back to that Georgia game. I really believe if a Mark if Marvin Harrison finishes that game, Ohio State wins. There's, I'll always believe that. Uh, he is he's just that good to me that uh, you gotta have him. I mean, he's I think he's gonna be a top one, two, three player picked in the NFL draft, and you don't want to lose those guys. Uh, I think he is that valuable to Ohio State, and if. He'd be my 1A. If I had to pick a 1B, I'd go with JT Tuimolo-Lau. Uh, I think he is uh, going to have a just a spectacular season for Ohio State and then be uh, a high first-round NFL draft choice. And I, to be honest, the Ohio State's defense was better last year, but they still haven't been uh, or ha weren't at the level that Bucks fans want to see them at. And I think they're going to be really good this year, and I think a lot of it is going to be – you got to have JT Tuimolo-Lau on the field and creating havoc. And you saw what he did in one game last year where he was a spectacular. So he would be my 1B guy. Now, his Penn State game, when you look at the – if you go back now and even look at the stat line on that, that's what we used to call a Sega game. 
that's like when you make yourself in a video game and you get five interceptions and two touchdowns at a sack and you return a punt for a touchdown. I'm not sure you did all that, but it was close. Mark, your vibe. Yeah, you know, Bill, uh, I was on a bike ride yesterday when I got the question, so I had probably too much time to think about it. And, yeah, the first couple names that popped in my head are the best couple players on the team. And you, you would think Bill's logic, yeah. So I tried to go a little deeper, and I tried to think, you know, it would hurt to lose those guys. But, you know, thinking like a coach, where's our thinnest position? And, you know, and I was thinking, well, maybe offensive line's a little thin. We're looking at – so if you lost one of your better offensive linemen and you had to replace them with your sixth or seventh best guy – and you're already thin at that position, that may be a bigger blow than we know. And, you know, none of those guys on the offensive line are really the, the, the household name right now where you're like, oh, we can't afford to lose him. Well, could you afford to get your seventh or eighth best guy on the field there? You know, would, would that make you feel like, oh, boy, we got a real weakness now at left tackle that our sixth or seventh best player has now jumped into that spot? Uh, defensive line, I'm like, well, you got Jack Sawyer. You're, you're loaded the defensive line, so if you lose one, you have – linebackers you said it earlier styles and hicks there's young guys you know there's the replacement value uh, you know is kind of what i'm looking at like yeah a lot of positions we replace with an equal player like you said how do you lose jackson smith the jigba and you know almost come out better you know like there's a, in a quarterback i don't think the leader is that far ahead of the other guy where if we lost them we'd really know what we're losing yet and that that battle's been going on and they've been getting equal reps so you know, the quarterback position is usually the no-brainer. Like, oh, if we lose our quarterback or whatever, well, do we have a quarterback yet? Are we sold that he's 30 40% better than the other guys, or is he just 8 or 10% better? You know, like, so, you know, th this team, and Dan nailed it, is so deep uh, because we're picking all five stars, backed up by five stars, with five stars in the weight room waiting to come in. You're not, you know, like in the NFL teams, like where a salary cap has you, over the barrel at a few positions where, boy, we're spending so much money that we don't have anybody, you know, to replace these guys. We're, we're picking up point. free agents. Off, yeah, we have free agents off the street with minimum salaries. And, yeah, Tony Pollard goes down, and I don't think there's anybody in Buckeye he's Nation. Just, those, who, who are he's the backups? Do you, know the, do you know their names? I mean, I, I mean, do, but I'm a nerd. Yeah, I mean, Ezekiel yeah. Elliott will get a phone call 10 minutes later, but – you know, like, you know, it's it's not like that in college football. And this particular team, and it's probably why you asked this question, is last year we'd all be like, oh, it's the quarterback. C.J. Stroud goes down, the season's over. And, in the, and it wouldn't have been a very fun question to answer. But you're making us spitball here and reel a little bit and go outside the box. Uh, yeah, Marvin Harrison goes down, Buckeye Nation panics. Uh, there might be more of a, a – deeper way to look at it where, yeah, you lose an O-lineman or, or two O-lineman. Maybe you lose your – you know, you could be digging down to a kid who's not ready yet. And at Ohio State, not ready yet is not something we like because that usually gets exposed. So there we go. It's interesting you guys chose those because those were the – I came down to Marvin Harrison versus Donna and Jackson uh, with JT Tuomalo, kind of my uh, one uh, one C – and I think Jackson, by the theory you're going with, Mark, is probably more valuable from a position of the guy coming in for him wouldn't be as good. But I yeah. think Marvin Harrison is so spectacular that the positive he brings, if this makes any sense, would outweigh the negative of a loss of an offensive lineman. That's kind of a, a weird statement. And look, 
you're putting like a, a Mecca Egbuka would technically rise to the number one receiver role. And if you look at mock drafts, he's the number two receiver in the draft. So I get that. But Marvin Harrison is so spectacular. Like I, like Bill said, if everything else goes wrong and the other team, believe me, Georgia knew we wanted to get the ball to Marvin Harrison and they had a month to get ready for it. And they had no chance with number one draft picks all up on his grill. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of like the immovable object to me in some level. So um, I have faith that they'll be good regardless. I'll tell you what, I hope the answer by the end of the year is Kyle McCord. Cause if the answer is Kyle McCord by the end of the year, I think Ohio state will win the national championship. Um, and that's possible. Now keep this in mind. People, I want that people love my digressions. I know that there'll be probably 30 complaints about the next 30 seconds, but I know we don't love ESPN, but ESPN recently just did their top 10 players and compared them to a current college player. Dylan Rayola was compared to uh, Kyle McCord. Okay. The uh, Sammy Brown was compared to Tommy Eichenberg. Okay. The top receiver was compared to uh, Marvin Harrison. So we're doing just fine. Um, Shed no tears for the Buckeyes. All right. We will, let me see now I can pull up a few questions at the end here. There is an, a user on here today. I will vet, but there's a borderline celebrity in our chat who, if he's, who he says he is, we'll have to quote him soon, but um, I'm going to vet this dude first. All right. Jim Knowles struggling in the chat. Uh, obviously, he is taking the brunt of what's going on here. All right. Last question. That 425 defense is going to keep destroying recruiting unless the kid loves OSU and doesn't need to be recruited. Mark, what is this guy talking about? Yeah, as I was reading that, I'm trying to figure out why that defense would uh, discourage people. Possibly the um, two, the linebacker? Yeah, but, you know. Maybe in one position, they feel like, oh, there's not three spots to start at Ohio State. There's only two. Uh, you know, but you're, you you get safeties that are going to love you because, yeah, when we come there, there's three spots to start at. Uh, you know, I, I guess that's a, a it's an outlier defense that kids aren't used to. So maybe there are kids that look at that and say, wow, they don't have a true Sam linebacker or they don't have a true this. And I think I'm a Sam. But in reality, I, don't, I hate to say this, but like, Buckeyes are recruiting safeties that go down the linebacker eventually anyways, you know, and so I don't know how much that really plays into it, but if let's put it this way, if Knowles' defense is good and we're winning, he could call it the, the one, six, whatever, five, and, you know, you, people are going to show up. I think that might be a little too nuanced to actually steer a recruit away. I mean, all we do is talk about factors and NIL and what's bringing kids in. I, I, I really don't think a kid would say, oh, this defense doesn't fit me. Um, but at the Sam linebacker position might be the place. But, you know, our, our strong safeties roll down to Sam all the time. Um, and almost it could be a selling point where I would sell a kid, hey, our Sam gets to drop back and play a little deep safety every now and then. Or our Sam gets to go do a little more than your normal Sam linebacker, which that gives you a chance to showcase yourself for the NFL in a different way. And I'm sure you could spin that. Uh, I mean, I just I wouldn't be sold that it's that big of a deal. It, it may be just one position. I gotta say, I disagree with that largely because keep in mind, every kid that comes here 
thinks they're coming for three years and they're off to the NFL. We have that as an established fact. And if you look at the NFL, the safety position has really changed. There really is no more big Roy Williams linebacker standing in the back of your secondary because that's too slow. You're almost – it's getting smaller. So the idea of the third guy being a hybrid type, I would think, would be more preparation for the pros anyway. Um, most teams don't start two traditional safeties anymore or the third linebacker is a hybrid. And I think if you – I can't remember the number, but if you go look, most NFL teams spend a majority of the time in nickel. And even when they do the starting lineups now, sometimes they'll put 12 guys in the starting lineup to announce it and just show you the nickel because there's so much split in, in, uh, in time. All right, Bill, you're the one who's going to finish this off. And uh, I'm not going to say it's a volatile question, but Jim Knowles has taken the brunt of the – um, criticism for Ohio State giving up so many big plays against Georgia, et cetera, and then now with some recruiting misses, as it were. Are you worried about Jim Knowles as a coordinator? But more importantly, Bill, being what you uh, are, the dean, are you worried about Jim Knowles' ability to recruit? Well, I, I get back to last season to begin with. Ohio State's defense was better last season. Now, were they – did they finish great? No, but they did improve. Um, I, I think if you would have looked a third or halfway through the season, most Ohio State fans were relatively happy with the way Ohio State's defense had improved. Um, they have got us, and Ryan Day's mentioned this, they've got to stop giving up big plays. Uh, that is the task, and I think they will be better this year. I think uh, this year is going to be the big the big year for Jim Knowles. You know, uh, you put your system in and it doesn't all, you know, transpire exactly the way you want the first season. That's not that unusual. It doesn't, you know, sometimes things take a little time and I think they have the players this year to get things done. I think they're a lot stronger in the secondary with some of the uh, transfer portal guys they brought in uh, on the edge. They've got Jack Sawyer and JT Tuimolo out defensive ends. You know, those guys are real. They were high five-star guys who uh, I think are going to be very good. Uh, they've, they've, I just think they're going to be really pretty darn strong this year. But they've got to get it done, and they've got to stop giving up big plays. And, and hopefully Jim Knowles will figure out how to do that. Ryan Day has mentioned we got to get, get that done. As far, and that will tell the tale, you know, uh, uh, of Jim Knowles defensively. How good are they this year? On the recruiting front, you know, I think it's, you know, they have missed on some guys. There's no question about that. And, uh, but they've also hit on, you know, Peyton Pierce uh, obviously was a big get. They beat Notre Dame. And Jim, James Laurinaitis has been a big help on the recruiting trail for Ohio State. Now, does James Laurinaitis become a full-time coach and go out and be able to recruit on the road and all? That would help a lot. If not, then Jim Knowles, I think, definitely has to, you know, get results uh, moving forward. Uh, more results, I should say. As I mentioned, they've got uh, Peyton Pierce. But um, I think it would be great, certainly, if James Laurinaitis becomes a full coach, time coach eventually and can go out on the road recruiting. I think that would help immensely. But if not, then Jim Knowles has got to get it done. Yeah, this is going to be a big next uh, month or so. I, I had a little 
little point to add. He, Bill got me thinking about this in, in the second year of a defense. And this is just the coach and me and, and seeing this happen over and over throughout time is a lot of times when players get a new system or even if a player transfers in from another system to Ohio State system, they come in and they're reading and reacting. They're reading and reacting. The word we're going to look for this year is anticipation. These kids should now be anticipating things instead of reading and reacting to what they see. And when you start to anticipate things and you've been through, it's like going to a new city and driving around on vacation. You don't know where you're going. You're following the maps or whatever. As compared to your own city, you've been there every day. You know all the back roads. You know all the shortcuts. You know how to miss all the traffic. That's kind of what it's like in the second year of a defense or the second year. And, and I'd say this, if a new player came into this defense from another school, they would have a year where they're kind of out there reacting and, and they're, they're a split second off and they might be a great player. And I've had great players come in the systems I've coached and it takes them a while to be as good as you think they should be in your system right. because they just don't get it yet. You know, and the, from the terminology to the way you're aligning to the formations, it should be home this year and there shouldn't be any excuses next year. If they don't get better, I would be shocked. Yeah, I, I want to add, as a longtime high school coach, you know, I've, I was a head coach at a big high school in Ohio for a long time, not in football. I coached some football and softball, baseball, but as a basketball coach, I was a head coach uh, for many years. And I remember that first year as head coach, my whole system was new to those players. And the improvement they made from the second and the third yep. year, from that first year, immense. It is a big deal knowing the system, knowing what to expect. And as Mark said, being able to anticipate, you know, if Ohio State does not make that jump this year, I will be concerned. I think they will. I think it'll make a difference that, uh, that uh, Jim Knowles' system has now been in place. It's not all coming in as new. And keep in mind, Knowles had to learn these kids too, man. He came from a different school. You don't know someone intimately and their strengths, their weaknesses, how they perform when they're super tired, how they perform when they have a cold. The factors that go into this, there's so many behind the scenes that we don't get a chance to check out. So I will remain confident in Jim Knowles until the end of this recruiting season. And like Bill said, we need to see some improvement on the field, but we think we're going to get it. Okay, that's the show. Keep in mind, we had an ad today. Go to factormeals.com slash bucknuts50 and you'll get 50% off. Factormeals.com slash bucknuts50. We're going there right now. We hope you do too. Have a good one, Bucknutters. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.